Welcome to Black Girl News, the podcast, a podcast that shares the stories of black women to the masses. And now your host, Leah Gordon. Father's Day is celebrated worldwide to recognize the contribution that fathers and father figures make to the lives of their children. In Arbon Gresham, Chicago, Shanta Harris and her family, like many others, came together to celebrate this joyous day. Sadly, a weekend that was supposed to be filled with love turned into a weekend of horror. Shanta Harris was 24 years old. She lived in Chicago and went to Corliss High School. Harris had a very joyful personality with an ambitious spirit. When she wasn't working, she enjoyed being on Facebook talking to her friends. She also loved reading Buford series books on her spare time. After high school, she went to City Colleges of Chicago Kennedy King College. Per her Facebook, she later went to study cosmetology. Harris was also a mother. She had a son with her boyfriend, John Matthews. Her and John had been dating for about two years. Father's Day this year, Harris and the couple's son decided to stay at Matthew's home. What was supposed to be a weekend of celebration turned into a weekend of disappointment, tragedy, and heartbreak. A suspect is now in custody for a triple murder in Chicago. John Matthews was arrested yesterday in Burlington, Iowa. Just days leading up to the fatal incident on June 22, 2020, the couple had been going through. Harris took to her Facebook to express herself. On June 19th, she stated, I must be ugly or something because this man always saying stuff to try to hurt me. One minute is my size, I'm fat, then I don't look right. On June 21st, she said, all I want is someone who makes sure my love is reciprocated not manipulated. Later that day, she reposted this quote, I killed my happiness in such a young age by loving someone more than myself, with the caption, I swear I'll never love another heart ever, ever again. It was the next day when Matthew started arguing with Harris when she refused to cook for him or braid his hair. After she refused, Matthew then decided to punch Harris in her face, according to reports. Once it got too far, Matthew's grandmother intervened and took Harris outside to try to defuse the situation. But Matthews followed them and continued to verbally berate Harris. At some point, Harris decided to make attempts to call her mother for help, but Matthews took her phone and broke it. His grandmother eventually allowed Harris to use her phone to get help, allowing her mother Frances and sister Jasmine to come to her rescue. Frances Neal, 56, Harris' mother, arrived at the home around 12.45 p.m. with Jasmine Neal, 27, Harris' sister. Matthews told Harris' relatives to leave his property after they were trying to take Harris and her four-month-old baby they shared. Harris' sister decided to call 911 reporting that Matthews gave Harris a black eye and refused to surrender their son. According to reports, at that moment, Matthews pulled a gun from his waist and shot and killed Frances, her mother, with several shots in her chest, back, arms, and legs. 
He then shot Harris once in the chest. Harris's sister ran into the street, scared from the eight shots he fired at her mother and sister. Sadly, Matthews chased her down and shot her in the head. Matthews' grandmother called 911. Once police arrived, her mother and her sister were pronounced gone at the scene. Harris was taken to Advocate Christ Medical Center and she was in stable condition. However, her boyfriend, Matthews, was able to successfully flee the scene and wasn't able to be found for months. Matthews was able to flee to Iowa. He was only found and arrested after getting into a car accident. He initially gave authorities a false name before admitting his identity and being sent back to Chicago, according to reports. He was extradited back to Illinois and wanted on a murder warrant. During this time, Harris was still going back and forth to the hospital and she was in therapy because of the bullet fragments in her chest and fractures to her ribs and spine. She was left paralyzed from the waist down. Only one month after Matthews was captured, on September 5th, she was found unresponsive where she was pronounced gone due to complications. Judge Charles Beach II ordered him to be held without bail Friday, November 6, 2020 on three counts of first-degree murder, noting that his own flesh and blood has identified him as the shooter. Matthews' attorney said in court that Matthews had no previous criminal history and he had worked for Amazon, which was a failed attempt to get him a bail. Instead, the judge announced that Matthews is due back in court November 30th, 2020. This story is is extremely devastating. I'm praying to the friends and families of the victims. Please let me know your thoughts and your opinions. This story left me completely speechless, especially the fact that he was able to be on the run for so long. You guys, let me know your thoughts and your opinions about this case. Please be respectful in the comments. Love you guys. Stay safe and don't forget to check on your loved ones.